continue with uh, our conversations uh, that are aimed at getting us more information and knowledge around uh, faith. And obviously faith not being about one particular religion, it's about all uh, faiths that we have, religions and spirituality. And we love to hear from all of you, your thoughts and your views. 086-000-2032, that's where you can call in or uh, you can SMS on 41391. Uh, WhatsApps go to 0614104107. We are now going to be talking about the importance of acts of kindness. Now, you know, charitable work is something that other people say, if you give with uh, the left or the right, should never know what you have done. Um, They say you should hide your acts of uh, charity. Others believe that, you know, if you give to the wrong people, you could gain their bad luck. There's many thoughts of belief when it comes to acts of kindness, especially charitable works. I want to hear from you. What are your thoughts on charitable works? Are you a charitable person? And what has taught you to be charitable? Is it um, your, your religious beliefs? Um, share with us if there are texts that talk about religious belief and charitable works. But if it is also something that you say, I, I, I sense the spirit because everyone is uh, spirit beings now, you know, we are all awoken to this. But there's a lot of people say, my spirit just says, don't give to this one because I'll absorb bad luck share that with us because we would like to know about acts of kindness an act of kindness um, that is right now needed in our country is in the western cape there's a lot of people who have experienced uh, damage to their homes Uh, there are people who have lost their lives due to the heavy rains and um, you know this has been very very devastating in the western cape where more than 21,000 people have been affected by the heavy rains and the floods and about 6,900 structures have been damaged, some old age homes Um, and a lot of these properties that were damaged are in the informal settlements in Cape Town. How do we help? Where do we help? Should we be helping? I think the answer should be yes, but I want to understand from a spiritual point of view. However, right now we are joined by um, Terry Marks, who is um, on the executive of the Angel Network in the Western Cape, which is an organization that is on the ground working uh, in uh, communities that are affected. Terry, thank you very much for joining us. Good evening. Hi, good evening, Patricia. Thank you for the opportunity. What is happening in Cape Town is not a first for us as South Africa, but it is absolutely devastating, especially because we've, yes. you know, two years from COVID, people have not yet recovered from uh, the, the, the adverse impact that COVID had. And here we are having these floods. Uh, it was in Guazulnatan, the Eastern Cape, not so long ago, and now in the Western Cape. What does it look like on the ground for a person who hasn't gone to the Western Cape? So, Patricia, you've, you know, you've really hit the nail on the head. These are people who pre-COVID were living in adverse and very difficult conditions. Then COVID hit and the, the way COVID has been devastating. And then you've got all these natural disasters that are affecting people, even just the shack fires we've also had. And now, as you mentioned, these devastating floods. These are people who are rebuilding their lives, who, 
don't have insurance to replace what they've bought or what they own. That is all being damaged. They've been knocked down while they are down. And it is just truly devastating to see how these people are suffering, how they are helpless, how they are destitute. And that is why on the ground we immediately contact disaster risk management. We find out where the most disastrous areas are and how we can help. And that is when we need to appeal to the public, to the people that can support us in helping them, whether it's by food, clothing, toiletries, um, blankets. So it is it is really heart-wrenching to be on the ground and to just see the, the, the desperation in these people of what next, how can this still be happening? You know, how do we even find our way out of these situations? Mm. Oh, it, it's heart-wrenching that we still find ourselves here as South Africans, you know, but acts of nature do happen. Are people yes. who are on the ground who have not been negatively affected by these heavy rains coming out to assist? Or is everyone looking at NGOs like yourself to give a helping hand? I think most people look to NGOs because they want to help. They're just not sure how or where. So the Angel Network really is a conduit to assist people who are able to give so that their donations reach those who need the assistance. So we have formed relationships with many, many community leaders in the impoverished areas, mainly through COVID actually, where we had to hit the ground running and open soup kitchens and feeding schemes because people were desperate. And we have formed relationships with all these NGOs in these vulnerable communities. And through them, we get the donations to them and it all gets handed out to those most in need. So through disaster risk management, names are taken. So we make sure that it goes to the right people who have been adversely affected. And, um, you know, we do that through our networking. So most people will turn to an NGO and that's where we put out our appeals out to the public, whether, like we say, it is through um, monetary donations where we, we, you know, we put an appeal out on Monday night as soon as the, you know, the flood um, disaster risk management started announcing where the most desperate areas were. Um, many people came forward. We, we actually got a very big donation through the Cape South African Jewish Board of Deputies who then networked for us and brought in a lot of donations. And we want to put it out there to all communities, wherever you are from, whatever your faith wherever you want to be, come forward and let's together help those in need. And we will, you know, ensure that it goes to wherever it's meant to go. Um, and it's not only monetary, as I mentioned, people who may not be able to give a monetary donation, please, we are looking for even just old containers for food to give to people in, um, clothing, old blankets, if you don't use them and you can't afford to buy new ones, you know, Anything is needed. Whatever you think might not be needed, there is always a need for it. So we are always here to be that conduit between the donor and and the recipient. And um, you know we are accountable to everything that we do give. We put po you know we post photos. We thank our donors. Section 18As, as I mentioned, are available for monetary donations. And unfortunately, there are still areas that we haven't managed to get to yet. There's a lot of need in the Kailicha area, over 2,000 people still destitute. And in Solari's Pass, we have helped Hangbergen, Hart Bay, Bontehirville. We've helped Joe Slovo in Lange. A lot of devastation in those areas. Creches, um, as you say, you know, there's elderly in need. So 
um, the need is still out there and we are appealing for, for people to please, you know, assist us in helping. That is what South Africa is, is all about, Ubuntu and, and standing together. We're not receiving government support at this stage for these needs. So, you know, I'm sure that, you know, they're giving where it's sort of rebuilding and um, sandbags I know are being distributed to stop the water flow and, and further flooding. But we really, really need South Africa to come forward, whichever NGO it is, and if it's us, you know, fantastic. And we're all out there doing our best to help those in need. Mm. You know, the work that you're doing, Terry, with your organization, the Angel Network, is very commendable. And it's work that is needed. I'd like you to take us through the, because this is not all that you are doing, right? It's not because there's a disaster. Now you are coming in to assist. The Angel Network is always around. And Take us through the network's feeding scheme, because I'm aware that over 500 children every single day get a meal from your kitchen. So thank you for that, Patricia. Yes, um, the Angel Network have always had three pillars that we work by, and food security and sustainability is one of them. And our motto has always been giving a hand up instead of a hand out. So we always look to uplift impoverished communities to become part of society. But when COVID hit, we knew instantly that there were going to be people who would starve. So we have opened up through also at that point, we got a very generous donation there from the South African Board of Deputies, which has allowed us for two and a half years through our Joburg, Durban and Cape Town branches to help in the impoverished communities during COVID. So these kitchens that we set up we use local NGOs who run them, and then we feed. So we, in the at present, still support over 55 soup kitchens within many of the areas, such as um, Tafelsich, Mitchell's Plain, Masipumalele, Ocean View, Langer. Um, there, there are plenty. Strand, I, I can't even think of them all at this point. But what I'm trying to say is that we have extensive reach into these areas, and our kitchens all of them are serving between 200 to 500 children per day. Some are feeding only three or four times a week, others five to six days a week. So we're feeding in excess of, you know, sort of 20,000 people, mainly children that we um, ensure have got food. And then obviously adults, elderly also get fed. So these kitchens are basically the only source of food and nourishment that these children receive. And at the moment, with COVID having settled, people are kind of returning to normal. Life in these impoverished areas is not. It's worse. And unemployment is, is rising mm. exponentially. And we're also experiencing donor fatigue of people initially who could help. Their businesses aren't where they were at that point. People can't give what they wanted. So it is a huge concern. But these kitchens, we really do believe need to continue for as long as we're able to, to make sure children are receiving the nourishment that they need, um, the elderly, the sick, especially as well. So these these um, feeding schemes are central to, to where our country is right now and how desperately they depend on them. Sure. And, um, you know, that's why more support is required for uh, NGOs yes. like yourself. There's also more that yes. you're doing at uh, the Angel Network, and that's a work around um, giving people who are unemployed capacity to either start small businesses or even get, you know, um, a temp work. Tell us about this and how we can, you know, put our hands in to assist. 
Thank you. Yes. So where through COVID, it was all about food security. We, we realized that sustainability was going to become an issue. And we needed to move again from now at becoming a handout back to our hand up and upliftment. So we are looking at ways in which communities can be uplifted. So we have been planting vegetable gardens for as many of the soup kitchens as we were able to. Here we are upskilling people to plant, to make their own compost, to harvest their own fruit and vegetables, feed their communities and also sell excess produce. We're also looking at various ways to upskill people to sew and make clothes that they can um, sell. So we're looking for people who have businesses that have excess materials that they don't need, that can donate them so that clothing can be made. We're looking at people who can possibly bake bread, bake cupcakes, bake cakes, bake rolls, food like that, which they're able to sell. So there are various ways we are looking at in trying to upskill communities, which also allows them to come back into society. It also brings dignity with it. You know, there can be nothing worse than people who have to beg every day for something. People need to have their dignity back. People need to, to boost their morale and be able to feel like they can uplift their own communities. We feel that 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 emotional side of things is also very important and that they matter, you know, and that we'd like to help them. So that is something that is very important to us. And if there's businesses out there who are happy or able to assist us with possibly upskilling people in various areas and different industries, we would be so we would be so grateful for them to reach out. And uh, that's what we want them to do. How do people reach out? Yes. How do they get in so touch we can, with you? So we have a website, which is www.theangelnetwork.org. Um, if it is for the flood relief and, and Western Cape based, um, there's a donate page and you can scroll down to the Western Cape and then put obviously um, where those donations are going to. Um, otherwise, um, it can be reached on my email, which is terry, T-E-R-R-I, at theangelnetwork.co.za and they can reach out to me on my email and, um, you know, just ask for contact details. We can chat. We can find out what people are able to assist with. Um, and even just things like plastic containers that I mentioned earlier, if people have got at home, but if they're businesses that do use plastic containers that are damaged in some way or can't use them, or, you know, these become feeding bowls to feed children with um, businesses that yeah, do have use foam in their businesses and they've got off cuts that's a pillow for someone that's a little mattress for a child it's there's so many ways that you know there is the saying I don't really like to use it but it's one man's trash is another man's treasure and it really is where people discard things thinking they don't need it where it's actually something so useful in these impoverished communities so we would be grateful for any reach out of any businesses or people who may have things to donate to please, please contact us. Most definitely. Thank you so very much, Terry, for the work that you're doing, uh, your acts of kindness as uh, the Angel Network are commendable. Strength to your bow. Thank you. And thank you for the opportunity. You know, there's just, you know, people have got good hearts. It's just to find ways of channeling where that help can go. And that's what we're here for, the networking. Thank you very much, Terry. Now, um, there's a message uh, from uh, Liz. We, 
Lizwe Mwawa. I hope I'm pronouncing it right, Lizwe. Forgive me if I'm not. But Lizwe says, uh, good evening, uh, Sis Patricia and your team. There is definitely a spiritual significance in doing charity work and giving in general. This practice loses meaning when it's uh, confined to churches only. When you help someone, you hear them thanking God for blessing them through you. That, for sure, makes God bless you even more so that you touch more lives. In the African religion, Iminyanya, the guardians of the recipient of your good hand, it is believed that they, in conjunction with God, also protect you in your ways and endeavors. Beyond that, it is through such practices that Ubuntu, finds expression. Masingetane. Hashtag Masingetane. That uh, simply means hashtag let's help each other. That's from Lizwi Mwawa. Thank you very much, Lizwi. Let's take a, a short break and we come back with more of your messages.